For more great content, make sure you follow 717 Sports Media on all your podcast listening platforms. Also follow us on social media on Twitter at 717 underscore sports, Facebook and Instagram at 717 Sports Media. We're also checking on our website daily for your daily news and sports videos at 717sportsmedia.com. Welcome, everybody, to week zero of Around the 717. I am Carl C.J. Frederick with my co-host, Aaron A. Freddy, A. A. Rock. Aaron Frederick, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. Another Wednesday and uh, heading into week one of these games. Couldn't be more excited. You know, it is week one. I like to call it week zero. Some people don't like that term, but it's just so weird having games before labor day um they yeah. just changed i think just a couple years ago i think i want to say back to 2019 high school went to that format because they want to get games done before the holidays mm-hmm. um, so it's just it's different but you know at first it bothered me but you know it gives us gives me more to do and it's more football for us man i know and it's getting toward that time of the summer when like you're updating uh like social media and like trying to keep up with stuff and I'm just ready to start seeing some live football. I know. I know. It's nice that our Phillies have had had a nice summer and they I can see them making the playoffs finally for the first time in your your existence because you're so young. <laughs> but uh yeah I mean by midsummer you're just itching. You're yeah. itching for football as football there's nuts so much that- talk there's so much build up. And this is at every level with high school, college, NFL. I mean, NFL, it's it's almost e- even crazier because they go on for months and months. But, um, yeah, I mean, these high school guys, it's it's cool to know that we got a game this week. We got yep. games this week. Lots of good games. Lots of good games for the L.L. Burks. And, you know, the beauty about week zero is everybody's, you know, this undefeated. And this is really, I mean, especially for the L.L. Burks, there's uh, I mean, there's a lot of unknown with this merger. I mean, everybody, you know, talking with coaches and players, they're excited about it. You know, I just talked with Coach Ridenauer today. He's excited for you know at LS. He's excited for the new challenge. Yeah. Um, you know, he's looking forward to um, taking on Wyoming and Burke's Catholic. Um, but at the same at the same time, we don't know what to expect. Um, we're, yeah. we're about to preview some of these bigger games for Friday and Saturday that we'll be covering um i don't know what to expect i want to get your thoughts on a couple of these games let's start out with your game I, um you're going you're going to be at uh man i'm central at westchester east now yep. you're in that area tell us a little bit like about like what to kind of expect from westchester east like what what do you sure. i mean i mean i don't know how good they are i don't know much about their league well i'm going to learn a lot on friday about this league but I know that there's, in my area, there's uh, three high schools. There's Westchester um, East, which is my township. And there's Henderson, which is all, it's just five minutes. They're all really close, which is kind of weird. Um, yeah. It's different than Lancaster. Um, a lot, lot more spread out in Lancaster. But then you got Ruston, who is like, um, well, they're, they're, rank, are, they're in the preseason rankings in their right. section in District 3, I saw. And they look, I mean... It's a really nice school. I had teammates from there in college, and I just hear nothing but good things. And uh, Westchester East, I think, is more uh, mid-tier. Okay. I watched, I watched a little bit of their games last year, and um, they've got talent. I just don't know if they're going to be able to overcome a, a hungry Mannheim Central team coming into their house, um, you know, with a you know good coaching and I'm sure yep. the talent. Is, oh, there's uh, talent. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I I know they're not. They they've lost some guys, but right. I think going off what I've seen um, on the preseason rankings and you know the returning players and stuff, I think uh, Central is going to have a good night. But I could be yeah. wrong, and I'm excited to see it. I honestly couldn't tell you like who for that game because I I mean, but like a lot of these games, I couldn't tell you who I who's uh, 
the predominant favorite. Um, I know we did the predictions, and that'll come out tomorrow on the website. We're excited about that. Um, but I'm just going through these games, and a lot of them are kind of crapshoots, to be honest with you. We'll know a lot yes. more come 10.30 Friday night. Um, but, you know, in terms of Mannheim Central, say this, I know they lost a lot from last year, but they get, you know, they're, they're still going to be good. They got some big-time studs up front, Cole Groff leading the charge on the line. Rocco Dark, Rocco Doherty, 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 that's who it is. He's one of the captains, leading tacklers on the team. He'll have a bigger role in offense. One thing to note, so Coach Hahn, our guy, his his son is going to be the new starting quarterback this year. I I did see that, yeah. I was trying to think of the name as you were uh, listing off those names, but yeah, so he he wasn't the starter last year? No, so last year, Aaron, they had um, Judd Novak, an excellent player, more of a running kind of a dual threat quarterback he is oh it's killing me because he we interviewed him too he's a great kid he, he's he's going to play at uh, i believe kutztown right now okay. um he was an excellent quarterback led them to a section title um really really elusive on his feet i watched him against cocalico last year when cocalico was running up and down the field and he and it was a big rainstorm he took over with his legs and propelled them to victory so he's gone along with some other playmakers. Uh, Owen Sensenig's over at uh, Millersville. He's expected to mm-hmm. see some time early as a wide receiver. Logan Saunders, big-time defensive end slash tight end. He's playing. I want to say he's at Shippensburg. Yeah, that sounds. They right. got they got boatloads of guys going to the going to the PSAC and stuff. Yeah, and that's a that's a yearly thing for Central. Yeah. Now, um, who's texting me? No, right. And like. For those who don't know, like sending guys routinely to the PSAC means you got a good program. Right. I, I don't think people realize how good the PSAC is, is in college. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So yeah. Just so to- I, I, they just have such a well ran program and they're a football town, Mannheim. Oh, absolutely. It really is. It's a beautiful thing to watch. The one, so back to, so yeah, Zach Hahn will be the starting quarterback Friday night. Barney changes. He is. Coach Han's son, um, apparently from what I, you know, talking with the some of the central kids, he can sling it. I don't know much about him, but good. I know it's coach's son, so I'm sure he's well prepared. Uh, you know, central's a little lighter on numbers than normal. I mean, I think yeah, they said like 40 some kids. And, you know, when they say when a team tells you 40 kids, that usually means 35, you know, because you, you yeah. know, kids quit yeah. or get injured. Or, some, yeah. Guys will get injured. You know, it's it's weird in high school football. If you have a good group of seniors, um, the numbers almost don't matter quite as much. Good point. But yeah, ideally you'd want to have about fifty to sixty kids, but you know, nothing's perfect. Not yeah. everybody wants to play. <laughs> That's true. Very true. So that game, um, did you pick Central or who'd you pick? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not a slight toward toward Westchester East. Right, right, right. And I'm excited to learn because, um, yeah, like I said, Central is kind of like that football town. And I, you know, I moved to this area a year or two ago, and it's like I want to see what the town is like here at that game. I want to see the atmosphere, and I want to see what kind of playmakers they have this year, kind of follow yeah. them a little bit. Yeah, it'll be a good one for you. We set you up with a good one for Friday night. Um, so make sure you check follow Aaron on, on Twitter. What's your Twitter name again? Uh, it's just my first it's first and last name, Aaron Frederick. Jalen Rager fan club. It's not that. <laughs> You'll never let that one go. Ever. I'll never let you off the hook <laughs> for that. Ever. <laughs> yeah, so follow me. I'll be uh I'll be live tweeting the game. And um yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm excited yeah. to rep the seven one seven. You your first assignment, we gave you arguably the best game in the district. So you're welcome. <laughs> I strategically have been planning that for years. So <laughs> He's been he knew it all along. He knew it all. <laughs> I moved here two years ago just for this game. <laughs> That's all you did. That's the only reason you moved there. That's it. That's so funny. For full disclosure for our loving audience, Aaron and his lovely wife have a beautiful home in Westchester. So we're looking forward to that. And we set you up with good ones. So we're, we're both going central with that. I think I picked central. Um, we'll, that'll be revealed on the picks, on our new picks section of our website. Um, moving on to the next game. Um, another one we're, you know, we're both really intrigued about is Roman 
Catholic at Wilson. Um, and we're going to have Coach Wider on, come on the podcast here in a little bit. He's going to be covering that game. This is an excellent week yeah. one matchup. Again, going back, we don't know what to expect from either teams, except that both are pretty good. I mean, Wilson's you know the top dog in Section 1. They have been for since you and I were playing there. Roman mm-hmm. Catholic, which you might be able to speak a little bit better about, it sounds like they got four or five stars up up and across the on both sides of the ball, but they're still around five and five every year. I can't really figure that out. I, I saw they have a, a – I could be wrong, but like a stud wide receiver. Yeah. Four-star four wide receiver. Getting offers all over the country. Yeah. Yeah. So he – I mean, that could create chaos because, um, you know, if, if one thing I know about Wilson is they're typically a – a very full team, you know, a lot of, a lot of good players, but you know, maybe one player could hurt you like that. So yeah, it'll be exciting. I know as far as the uh, Roman Catholic, they were, I had father judge guys who I lived with in college and they were kind of like a rival and they didn't um, like them too much. Did they? No, no, they didn't. And uh, I know they've had good teams. I don't think I had any teammates from there, but it's going to be a tough test for Wilson. And it's cool that, Wilson always has like a thing, you know, from what I remember, they always have a pretty tough test week one or week zero, like you would yeah. say. Wilson, you know, like just like Central and, and Hempfield, they'll take on anybody from any parts of the state. I know Wilson in regards to them. So obviously they lost Brad Hoffman and, and uh, Jaden Jones, their star running back, but they have a lot coming back, especially up front. They got a kid in Jack Dendel, big time lineman, I believe is a sophomore. He's already getting major looks. Cameron Jones, uh, we've talked about him. I've interviewed him. A great kid. He he's like the Devin Hester of the LL Burks League. He had six. Yeah, good returner. Six combined returns last year for scores. Now that's, that's impressive for a high school career, and and that's going into his senior year. Yes, that's impressive. He did um, that all. He had all six last year. They didn't. Use, I mean, like he, he's a good corner. Uh, they didn't use him much offensively last year because you know you know Wilson. If they have one thing going, they'll bleed that until it's dry. Oh yeah, and, and Coach Dom's. Um, ever since I went up against them ten years ago, he really coaches special teams well. That's one thing I noticed. I mean, kickoff, kickoff, kick return. I mean, you you see these guys setting up wedges and you know setting up guys for success, and he's always done that. And it was frustrating to play against. Uh, it's fr- it's frustrating to play against. It's frustrating to coach against because, I mean, I talked with Coach Egger Hempfield last year after Hempfield had, you know, had a, as good a shot as anybody to beat them last year. And they lost the game on a, on a final the, the final drive of the game. Wilson went 80 yards all on the ground yeah. to score touchdown. Hempfield had a chance to end and win it and didn't quite get to the end zone. But one of the key plays in that game was the opening kickoff. And you, Speaking to your point, Coach Dom's had his kickoff. They had it must have been a design kick because they squibbed it down to the returner and kind of in no man's land. Wilson recovered the opening kickoff and they score a couple plays later. They're already up seven nothing. It's one of those Wilson. It's bounces. such good coaching. It's such it, good it's coaching. A tremendous coaching. Um, and I love Coach Dom's and his staff. They were great, great to us last year. They're great to everybody. They're one. Of, this is one of the things. If you get a Wilson game too. You, you never have to worry about stats. They have their own statistician. That's oh, I'm how- sure. Yeah, they're they're probably great with it. They, they have such a great program there, from the ground up. I mean, all the kids. It's funny, even even when you play against them, when they when they talk trash or you know during the game, they're all saying the same stuff because they're all yeah. on the same page with each other. And no, uh, they really are. They're they're the most sound football team I can <laughs> maybe in the entire state. I mean, they were with yeah. an eyelash of beating. A really good Harrisburg squad last year, but you know, I I watched them against Central York in the district semifinals last season, and then when they pulled off a shocker against Pabrula and company and took them down, they yep. won that game 14-11. They kicked the game-winning field goal with this kid Ben Rada, I believe, is a sophomore now, and up until that point, he hadn't kicked a field goal all season, but he came in in a big money pressure situation. Yeah, it was a short kick, but he still drilled it. Um, and the kid from Central York was experienced. He missed his chance. So that just shows you how well coached yeah. they are. And um, one thing they'll do, too, defensively, if he still coaches the same way, which I'm sure he does, it's so effective. Um, if you have stud players at receiver, they will blanket you in coverage. Um, talking from the linebackers down, they'll give you a shot off the line. And, 
they will really make it hard for you to catch anything against them. So either you're hitting big plays or you're beating them on the ground, but you're not going to chop it up on them uh, with short passes all day. It's just it's how they coach their defense. Yeah, and they're, that's, that sounds just like, just like them. Not, not much has changed since you left school there. I mean, they find ways to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember thinking like halfway through last season, typical Wilson, they – had struggled out of the gate last year. They uh, Jaden Jones was suspended for their loss against Manheim Central. Um, so they it, like everybody, you know, kind of halfway through last season thought, oh, maybe this year Central has a, or people have a crack at Wilson. Then they yeah. um, went into Penn Manor and just stomped their brains in, and then took yeah. you know went on a nice little run like typical Wilson. Like once Section One play gets going, they they get rolling. So Roman Catholic has a good shot at this game. I just hope they're. You know, I don't know much about their coaching staff. And I know you can have four or five stars both sides of the ball, but if you're not coached up and prepared for a team like Wilson, you're going to be in trouble. Right, right. And don't let them get up on you early because they'll they'll stop. They'll bleed you know. that clock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they'll uh, they'll pile it on too. <laughs> Wilson too. I don't know much about the new quarterback. I knew Hoffman last year um, was a more of a running threat than he was a passer. So, but they're still the same. Like, even, unless they have a Chad Henney, they're not going to throw unless they have to. They'll yeah. throw, like, if they get up um, early on Roman Catholic, seven, seven nothing, 14 nothing, they might not throw the rest of the game. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm going with Wilson. It's in their backyard. Uh, I fully expect the coach Doms to have them ready so they don't have a slow start like they did last year. I'm going Wilson for that game. Uh, I was hoping you picked Roman Catholic so I could root against you in that one. Yeah, yeah, we, pick, we, we have I a lot of different Wilson picks well. we'll get into because you don't know what you're talking about. So, you know, we'll get into <laughs> I, I picked Wilson. I, I, you know, we could be both dead wrong. So I, that's why it's so exciting. This week one is such a scramble. I know. I don't really know expect. Like, so case in point, I'm going to be at Lampeter Strasburg Friday night. Solanco travels there and you, you, you see that matchup. And I, again, I tell everybody, oh, why are you going? Everybody's like, why are you going to that? Why are you going to that? LS is going to, you know, stomp them. And I said, okay, you may be right, but we don't know. Because what I do know is that LS lost the core of that awesome senior class from last year, including Nick Del Grande, Bo Heiser, yep. uh, Ber- Berkeley Wagner. There's a few other names. I'm drawing, Gio- Giovanni Malatesta. They're all gone. Now, LS is a football factory. They're a sports mm-hmm. factory. Um, so they might have guys that, can come in and not not miss a beat. Um, but Solanco, you know, Tony Cox, Coach Cox has done a great job there since he's taken over these last yeah. – he's been there eight years. Um, they 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 limped to the finish line last year, went three and seven, but they have 26 seniors this year. So I don't – I saw that too, and I, I, I had to take a second look at that. I'm like, 26 seniors, I don't think people realize how big of an advantage that is. And – I know. I mean, I, I, I'm. That one was a toss up for me. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's more of a toss up than people think too. Like, if I if we were to have, you know, some like my LS Homer Logan Moyer, who's at Susquehanna now, like he's been texting me all week. You know, it's going to be a bloodbath. Yada, yada, yada. And, <laughs> well, know. it is kind of a backyard brawl in a sense. Yeah, it's not the. Um, it's not like Penn Manor LS. Um, you know. No, it's not the actual back row, but it's it, they're right next to each other, and yeah, it's a big thing too for obviously both teams, you know, because LS has that murderer's row of the Section Four schedule, but Solanco, if they come in the Will Street, shock the world, yeah, they'll be the yeah. perennial favorites for Section Three. That was my question. I was going to ask you is where is the game at because yeah, both of those both of those high schools have tremendous home field advantages um really Solanco does I'm, I'm yeah, being dead no, serious I, I mean I honestly thought it was tough going in and playing there and yeah. uh they got they got the big uh, I, I mean I don't know if they have turf now but I think uh, they just got it okay yeah so I I always thought it was tough going and play there but I think everybody um, but your father's school has turf now <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> but I think uh LS is is probably going to win this one, yeah. but the twenty the twenty six seniors to me that that's a huge advantage. 
And I and the other thing too, I mean, I think it'll be closer than a lot of people. I picked LS full disclosure. I think they'll it'll be a game for about three quarters or so, and then LS will pull away by a couple touchdowns at the end. Yep. Um, but it it could be the game, you know, there's you know, they say there's no such thing as a bad as a good loss. Um, but it could be something for Solanco if they're able to keep it within a touchdown or two. Um, because that yeah. I mean that section three as you know, is wide open. I don't know what to expect out of that section other than anybody can win it. But, you know, there's somebody like Elizabethtown could go seven and three, or they could go three and seven. Same with Solanco. That's what we don't, don't know. So we're both. So you picked LS in that game. I I picked LS too. Yeah. I I think uh, I I'm interested to see how that one uh, rolls out, but I I would have to go with LS. They just got to, Slight edge, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I haven't, and I just think it will be. I mean, I know, I uh, all the writers have, you know, are making fun of me because they, I gave them all much. They are, they all think they got better games than me, but I'm looking forward to it, and I'll have scholarly updates throughout. Um, next game, our, our alma mater, Penn Manor, travels to Conestoga Valley. Ooh, yeah, that one. That's another tough one. Um, yeah. But I, uh, after hearing what I've heard and following you last year uh, with Coach Brubaker, and this game hits home for me because I coached a lot of these guys at Penn Manor when they were younger. And uh, the Deshaun Stanleys, who yep. I'm a huge fan of. I've been a fan of since I first saw the kid catch a pass. And uh, obviously Eli runs like a deer, you know. He can throw a can, little, too. can throw all over the field. He's got a very natural arm. Um, I know there's some guys up front on the line. They got some dudes. Like Sebastian uh, was a – Sebastian is, Rivera, is uh, Jordan yep. Martin. They got – no, Penn Manor's got dudes up front, and they're they're looking to – you know, they went five and five for the first time last year in, in, in eight years, and the first time in the John Brubaker era. Um, that all being said uh, – Constoga Valley, this new coach, and they're playing with some motivation. They had the terrible loss this offseason of two players and tra- that tragic accident. Um, John Sapansky is the new coach there. He comes over from the YAIA. Um, he's mm-hmm. going to have them motivated by all accounts, too. They sound motivated. I'm hearing reports they looked really good in their scrimmage against Lampeter Strasburg. Um, and, you know, we have friends on Penn Manor staff who know this is no pushover. So, I mean, this is a game. Never too- a pushover. Never yeah, I mean, I mean, we watched the last and, and let full disclosure. I went to the Penn Manor CV game last year. CV was probably the favorite. Penn Manor should have won that game by a couple touchdowns, but they couldn't put it all together. But then CV kind of spiraled um, towards the end of the season. Ended up finishing three and seven. They really never recovered from that that week one loss, which they had every opportunity to win, even though Penn Manor moved the ball well. You were at that game, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I thought I remember that. Yeah, no, I that that was a that was correct me if I'm wrong. Is that when you got the interview with Brew after the game, Coach? Yep, Brubaker? I got the interview with Brew. Uh, that was it started. That's where he I won mean, me over in that interview. I, I thought oh, he, uh, that was cool. Coach Brubaker is a, is a class act and a great dude to work with. He he's one of these guys. You know, he's just easy to root for. Like, like yeah. I, I compare him to Coach Sirianni for the Eagles. He's just somebody you can get behind. You never know. How much success it's going to lead to, to be honest with you, but he's easy to get behind. And when he did that, I wrote it at my end of the year article when he gave me a little nod and you could hear on the interview say, I appreciate your coverage. That meant the world. Like, that's just yeah. cool things that like, he does. Like, he gave me an interview before the season because Penn Manor was going through so much last year with the construction, you know, yeah, COVID, they demolished whichever. their whole school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They finally have a weight room now, which is good. Oh, yeah. The, the weight room. And their new facilities, I hear, are awesome. Yeah, no, it looks beautiful. Um, all reports are they're getting—they have about sixty plus kids out. You know, they had a good scrimmage against Elizabethtown where they really took it to them. So, I mean, I picked Penn Manor. No, I mean, no homerism at all. I am nervous for my comments in that game. Um, yeah. You know, because CV—they still got a couple kids. They got a kid in Avery Tran who can run up and down the field. Um, they got some big linemen up front. You know, they'll be aggressive and. Is There's, it at Penn Manor? No, it's at Conestoga Valley. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, that'll, 
that's a tough game. It's always tough going out on the road week one. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm a little nervous for my boys there at Penn Manor, but, um, you know, I think they have, they have a good shot at it. I picked Penn Manor. So, yeah, no, I did too. Um, that should be an interesting matchup because CV's in that section two, which is, you know, tough sledding for them with the merger, you know, cause they're a new head coach and, mm-hmm. you know, they're rebuilding their team and they get in, you know, you got to play the likes of Penn Manor, uh, and then you go into section play. You have Mannheim Central, Warwick, um, yikes, they yeah, had their tough schedule. Governor Mifflin, yeah, it's one of those years. And, but you know, Coach Spansky's, you know, he's a winner. You know, he can, um, and he'll get them on the right track, regardless of how this game uh, turns out Friday night. Um, so we both got Penn Man. I think all the writers except uh, one of the Millersville interns picked them. So he's oh, fired. Really? Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's, he's a goner. Fun. He's gone. Yeah, wrong, nice knowing you. Be wrong. <laughs> That's funny, man. No, no. I hey, if I, I'm surprised, me and you have had the same picks. You, I, I'm usually a weird picker. I, I just kind of no. We, we you people will see it on the website. You, your 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 picks like all my, the other writers are all over the place. Mine are always the best. You know, I'll probably win, but. <laughs> Um, it's no big deal. It's good effort, you know. So um, yeah, we'll see about that. Now, who did you take? This one, I'm so uh, full, quick update. Penn Manor at CV. We'll we'll have Matthew Ober covering that game too. So follow him on Twitter. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I, I will. Yeah, I think I already do. Yeah, he's great. Great young kid. He's Donegal grad. Um, he just joined the site, so we haven't. Uh, he'll be covering that game. Next game, though, I think is the best. You know. Is very underrated, and that's Hempfield at Dallas Town. Yeah, I, I, um, totally honest with you, don't know anything about Dallas Town this year. Um, I'll tell you two I, things. Yeah, one, they have a receiver in Kenny Johnson. Um, I've talked with, I saw him play live last year. He's the real deal. He's going to Pitt. Um, he plays sports there that's all right. year round. Um, so they have him. They have another receiver who's a sophomore who named Michael Scott. We're talking with the guys out in the in the York League. He, they say he's every bit as good as Johnson. Um, they have and actually three things. Then they have a new first time head coach and Coach Murphy. Um, and Dallas Dallas Town went six and four in a good uh, YAIA league last year. Um, they you know got, got roughed up by Central York and York, mm-hmm. but they still finished above 500 so they're they're you don't know with some of these teams from out of conference or yeah. in the league quite frankly what to expect but the same can be said for Hempfield. Dallas Town's a tough program yeah I mean I remember playing them um well back when you played I remember you they were on your schedule regularly like first game of the year yeah they they might have been in in our section at one point okay but, but um I mean they were playoff team back back then and when i played and i think um you know if they they're gonna get talent and like like this kid you're talking about and i think um coach eggers in for a good season um, yeah got that I running agree. back linebacker um still learning the names um so interrupting uh aaron aaron's talking about the game we have our special guest coach wider coming oh, on there he is what's up coach how you doing? We're doing well, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Hey, I just want to let you know, I'm like some people we know. I actually show up when I'm supposed to. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, you know, some, some people we were talking he about. He's starting with the pot shots. I love it. Oh, jeez. I love it. He's got a shirt on, though, Patrick. Looks nice, man. I don't even have one of those yet. Yeah, but we won't yeah, tell I our I stole this from CJ, full disclosure. He did. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, he did. He did. It fits me. It fits me a little better anyway. So, yeah, he's got smaller <laughs> arms. Yeah, he's got smaller <laughs> arms. So, you know, he's good. Uh, anyways, coach, we were uh, just talking about the games. So we're going to have you uh, discuss this, this awful uh, accident or incident that happened in Middletown. Um, real quick, um, give us the thoughts on your, your game, Roman Catholic at Wilson. You know, I'm really pumped for this game. I can't wait. Uh, first, Roman Catholic's got some some crazy D one athletes. Um, and so I was looking at their roster. I was talking to, uh, you know, some guys from Philly. And so they got this guy named Tysir Denmark. He's a four-star top hundred recruit 
That's the receiver you were class. talking about? That's the receiver. He's he's getting looks. Oregon, Ohio State. He was at Oregon, nice. Ohio State. Alabama's offered him. Um, I'm sure Penn State's offered him as well. But it sounds like he might be more of a national recruit. So he's he's a great receiver, free safety. They got a kid named Ash Roberts, who's like a 2026 receiver, and then you know receiver skill, and then Julian Green, another one. So they got like great skills. So what the matchup is going to be, and you know I remember for all my coaching days is you're going to have superior skill at Roman Catholic, but Wilson is going to be really good up front. Wilson's going to try to run the ball yeah. to that clock. Yep. It's going to be a matching styles. Like, I definitely think Roman Catholic's going to pop some touchdowns on them. They're too talented. Um, you know, so I think it's going to be a really good game. I mean, I, if you ask me, I'd lean towards Wilson because, like, just a little more experienced head coach. Dom's been there forever. Experienced staff. They're good up front. You know, the number one adage I always say in high school football is when you're better up front, you win. And, like, I think that that's, that's kind of where I lean. But – you know, Roman Catholic's going to come in, and they're super talented. And remember last year, uh, C.J. Wilson started slow. Yeah, we were, we were talking about that. They were uh, one and three yeah. last year. So, yeah, yeah. Like, we were talking know. about, you know, we never knew what you're going to expect out of Wilson. But, yeah, Patrick, as a whole, this season, like, we're excited about all these games. There's a lot of games you don't really know. Like, we're, Aaron and I are going over the schedule. I mean, even – I mean, obviously we talked about Roman Catholic and Wilson – don't know exactly what to expect in terms of who's going to win, but uh, Westchester versus Manheim Central, uh, Hempfield at Dallas Town's another intriguing one, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I I think you know it is hard week one, uh, and I remember from my coaching days it's hard week one because you just don't know. Uh, a lot of times scrimmages and scrimmages they hold the best players out. They don't show much. I don't know how many times I've been on staff like we're showing nothing. Yeah. I was at York High with Matt Ortega. He's like, we're going to throw the ball 70% of the time, and they're coming out first game running Veer. You know? So, like, yeah. <laughs> you just, like, teams hold things back. So, it is hard, you know. It's kind of like – it's a little bit like NFL and college. You don't know. Nobody shows anything in the preseason in the NFL. and college, they don't have anything. You know, so you don't, you don't know. I, I agree. Week one's hard. And then when you get schools outside the area, like Westchester, I don't know how good Westchester is. I mean, if you give me two LL, like, like, like you give me Hempfield, Dallas Town, I do feel pretty good that that's going to be a good game. I lean towards Hempfield because they're experienced. But, like, Kenny Johnson could pop a couple touchdowns and they're in the game. You know, right. they're in the game. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I understand that game. I don't know when you get schools. Like, think about, was it next week or the following week? Man, I'm sent, they, next week, Man, I'm Central gets a Macalata. From New Jersey, right? See, I don't know anything about them. I mean, I'll no. research them. But... Yeah, yeah. I saw that, too. Yeah. Weird. That's a- you never, you never know. Uh, outside of like, I think CD East is going to shellac Reading, and I. Oh think come that, on! You can't McCas- give our our guy Coach Troy a little luck. <laughs> Sorry, I think McCaskey's going to have a hard time against John Bartram and some of the other games. You know, I, I, I mean, it is hard week one. You just don't know. Once we know after week one, like if if Dallas Town beats Hempfield, we're going to go. Oh my God. Right. Y A I A I A in section one. You better watch out for Dallas Town. You know what I mean? Like Patrick and, works at York High, just so you know, Aaron. And I did not know that. Okay. He has, he has long standing beefs with how to pronounce their name. Y A I A. I just make fun of him because I got so many. One. No, it's a funny story, actually. When I coached, I used to teach at York High and I left. Well, I used to teach there, and we had a guy named Tim Hibbs. Okay. He was a football coach. He came from Bigleville and he came in. And it was like, we were joking, we were joking, all like, we were like, oh, we want to win the county so bad. And he came from Adams County because it's York Adams County. Yep. So there's like four schools from Adams. It's basically York County. Anyways, and we kept going. And one day he just got mad at, mad at me. He goes, it's two counties. <laughs> Man, he still doesn't get the name right. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> anyway. Um. Not to transition, Patrick, but you and I have been talking about it all day. Um, you know, obviously with our guys at PA Football News, it's been a big incident. We've known about it for a couple of weeks. This awful hazing incident that happened in Middletown, we just got the breaking news that they canceled their football season. How was uh, – give us your thoughts on that, man. It's awful. Yeah, it's, it's a horrible situation. Number one, I mean, you're talking sexual assault, it, it sounds like, right? You know, the DA yeah. is getting involved, and so, like – 
you know, as a teacher, like that breaks my heart. You know, you're talking probably some underclassmen, probably some freshman or sophomore who got some sort of something happened to him, you know, because usually it's the seniors or juniors or somebody did it. So you talk about that's that's horrible. Two, you feel bad for you feel bad for the whole community because now they got to deal with this scorn and everything going around with it. You got to worry about the good kids that had nothing to do with it. That now their senior year is wrecked for the coaches. I mean, I've been a head coach. I've been an assistant coach. Like I try to stay out of the locker room because like we got kids changing and, and you know, they're, I had kids tell me like, coach, I, I don't like it when people look at me when I'm getting changed. Yeah. And I, I didn't want to be in there. So, you know, that's a tough situation. And then like, this is like the death penalty. Like they're going to like come back next year with a whole new program. But it, it is a it is a truly a tragedy. It's it's horrible. It's disgusting. Uh, I just feel bad for everybody involved. There's no winners. It's just it's a tough situation. You How know? does this still go on nowadays? Like I remember hearing about you know I've been around incidents with hazing and things mm-hmm. like that, but not like a whole team. How is this still going on in this day and age? I I, I think this has always been around. I just think it's yeah. And I'm not excusing it, Aaron. I'm not excusing it. I'm saying it's right. young teenagers, hormones, and yep. like it's like, like okay, you guys watching Hard Knocks? Yes, yes, religiously. Yeah, I like Hard Knocks. I haven't seen the third one yet, but like you know, they're making them sing their alma mater, and they got to go take them out to eat. And that, yeah. that that's a small thing, but like it's kind of like our, like it's our sports culture that you got to earn it. Like I remember. When I coached, uh, I was last year I coached at Lancaster Catholic two years ago. I was quarterbacks coach, so who carried the ball bag every day? The young guys. Yeah. I made my freshman and sophomore quarterback. I mean, that hazing? I don't. Not really. It's just like you know, like you got to earn your keep. But I think it's kind of just like sadly, in the, you know, it's okay a little ribbing here or there, but like to go to this extreme with sexual assault is obviously wrong. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, I just think it, it it's just it's a it's a you know kids just cross the line. Kids do stuff all the time, like yeah. like that are bad. Now, and this is a different example, but like yesterday, I went in the bathroom bathroom at the end of the day, and I I smelled weed. And, you know, I smelled marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> and I I went in the bathroom stall. And there was a blunt. You know, like. You know, I, I don't know. Kids do stupid, stupid stuff. And, like, yeah, you, you know, if you should be charged. If you, like, doing something sexual, you should definitely get charged. What is the – now, what are the – I texted you that about the kid, the quarterback going to play at Steel High. Like, yeah, can you play that. right away? Or what What? What does he I mean, have to do? It says you got to wait five weeks. Is that but what it, it says that they can – they're appealing the PIAA. To see if they can play right away. Couldn't that drag out if they try to appeal it? Or I'm not sure. I'd yeah. never heard of that. But what are, like is know. the financial aspect of this going to be on Middletown or community? Because like if this happened, like if my sons are playing at a school and whether they're involved or not, I mean if they're if they're not involved, I mean I'm horrified. But like same time, I want them to play football. Like what's right. what's the reaction in Middletown going to be like? Is there going to be like law? There's got to be lawsuits, stuff coming there be, down. There could be lawsuits. I mean, for sure. I imagine the like, parents are are devastated. You know, like you know, I know you have kids, uh, CJ. I don't know if you have kids, Aaron. You know, I have an eight year old, a five year old, and yesterday they went to kindergarten, third grade, and like you send your kids to school to be safe. Yeah. And you send them to play sports and band and everything that's robbed. You don't think this will happen. And so, yeah, yeah, like I couldn't, I feel for the parents. I feel for the kids, you know, I, I don't know what it will take to end this because this is not right. You know, that, you know, hazing somebody like that when it comes, especially comes to the sexual stuff is like really wrong. And it just, it's a shame. There's no winners in this. It's just all like, it is extreme to cancel it, but I understand why because they have right. enough video evidence to do it. There's another school up north in our our chat group with PA football, CJ. Yeah, uh, is that Athens or what is that? What's going well, on there? Was, well, there was actually Mohawk too. Really? Was, yeah, there's school in Mohawk. Yeah. I was talking to my buddy. He lives in New York. He told me about one on Long Island that was in 2004 that was really bad. 
uh, you know, psychotic who's in that group. He said that the, the one in Texas, you know, that just came out. So like, this is a national problem. And I think it's just, yeah. boys are just dumb. I'm, yeah. I'm not trying well, to be rude. Like Aaron, right? I mean, I was, yeah, no, I did I some dumb stuff. I mean, 15 to 18. I mean, and I know I mean, that that's when you're supposed to have fun. That's when you're supposed to do dumb stuff. But when it, it crosses the line, I'm just, um, I'm stunned that it got to this level in this well, day and, and age. And where... Another thing is my mentality. But like, like yeah, you get think... like six to eight kids together and like that, you know, studies have shown the mom mentality, like a riot or something. Yeah. Like people are not are a bunch of wusses, but you get like people together yeah. and then they like it's the whole psychology. I, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying like we got to really, you know, I, and, and I feel for the coaches because I've been there and I've, you know, I was telling this story earlier at work. When I was head coach of Kennedale, the superintendent of our schools walked into our locker room and, and it was messy and she was mad at me and wrote me a nasty gram. So I know that's not hazing, but like I tried to leave it to the kids. Now I didn't have to yeah. then. I had to make them run and, you know, we had to clean the locker room. But like a lot of times, you know, the locker room has been like your place as a player. You guys monitor it, trust your seniors. Yeah. Coaches, I don't think you can do that anymore. I think you're going to have to be more proactive and just go in there or have these conversations like i don't know it's i just you know i I can't like so somebody like coach doms or coach han who i think the world of i can't imagine while there's maybe little instance i can never imagine something like that happening in a culture just knowing them so well i mean i'm not saying it's not possible but i think siege a lot of it has to do with when you're in the locker room is you're forming such a big bond with guys. Yeah. And I'm not saying this relates to the sexual harassment or anything like that, but you stop. And especially at a young age, you stop thinking about uh, what you're doing and kind of just go along with the crowd. Like uh, Patrick was saying with the mob mentality, it's like kids can do amazing things in that age, but they also can do terrible things. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. So, So that is one thing. And it's like, I can just see a locker room getting out of hand and it sounds to me from what I saw in the articles, the, the coach um, was trying to do some investigating into it and then was just like, all right, we're shutting this down. And- now, now I, I mean, yeah, I agree. We had a coach. I mean, the coach was only there like a year. Yeah. So, you know, so I, I don't, I mean, I agree with like a Dom's like a, you know, I'll tell you this, when, when, we, when I was at McCaskey, I remember I found out at the end of the year that when we were out to practice, there was like, we always locked our locker room and we didn't let anybody in, but like they must've got in or something. And like two of the kids hated each other and they got in a fist fight. And we didn't, I didn't find out this until December. So like, you know, I don't know, kids are just sneaky and they get away with stuff and not yeah, it's their own world. Well, it's just and it's an awful situation. We hopefully every all parties involved learn and grow from it. That's all you can hope for. I mean, it's just you. There's this affects them canceling the, the season two days before their first game affects so many lives. Like lower, I mean lower. I mean you saw lower Dolphins looking for an opponent now. Yeah, they'll get forfeit wins out of this, but you know you've been preparing. Lower Dolphins probably been preparing for Middletown for close to a month, and now they have. I mean. Do they get on the next week? I don't know if you can find an opponent on 48 hours notice. Um, yeah. But it affects so many so many lives. It's really unfortunate. It dampers what has been a fun offseason, Patrick and Aaron, uh, you know, with the merger and everything, too, because um, there's a slate of awesome games Friday night we're looking forward to. Yeah. I, I, it's just horrible. With I mean, like, I just couldn't believe they canceled. But, I mean, I, I'm not blaming the AD or the principal. The superintendent, like I think that they felt it came to that extreme. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens with the DA. You know, are there kids that get pressed charges? I'm assuming there probably is. Right. What's gonna happen? Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's just it's sad that you know, this is the ugly side of sports. It really is. There yeah. are some negativity, there's some negative things about sports, you know, and this is one of the, the downsides of of sports that it can happen right 
It can happen. It can happen anywhere. You know, you don't want to think that way, but that's the unfortunate truth. All right, Coach. Well, so you'll be at Wilson. What time are you going to be there Friday night? I'll be there about six. Six o'clock. Six I can't o'clock. wait, man. I'm Who excited. You, you excited to see Cam Jones? Yeah, he's good too. Well, Cam, I mean, he's a dynamic returner in the corner. I, I wonder if they're going to get him on offense a little bit. Yeah, we were talking about that before you came on. You know, last year they didn't you, – you know this. They didn't use him unless it was – you know, he was like the Devin Hester of the LL with six returns. But this year with Jaden Jones being gone, you would expect him to have a bigger role offensively. Slot receiver some. He'll be in some packages, I think he told me at media day. Um, they, they, he did say that they were really – I think they had a junior quarterback. They're real confident on the quarterback there. Okay. okay. So uh, they'll be good up front. They'll be able to run the ball. Um, the key is, can they limit, can they limit the explosive plays of Roman Catholic? If they can limit them, you know, they'll have a shot. I, I play too high safety. <laughs> I double that TC again. I feel like I'm make them drive. You know, I don't know how yeah. many times but I make coach beat Gasky, it was like, okay, they're going to sit back in a two high safety and they're going to, they're going to say, okay, take a 10 play 80 yard drive. Can you do that? Yeah. Okay, we can't because we're going to do penalties and turnovers and all this craziness, and that's why we can't. And so, like, that's what I would do. I'd be like, I'm going to met these guys, you know, see if they can drive on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you got a good one. Uh, we Following your updates, it's at Football Coach. Is it at Football Coach 79? I always get your Twitter name wrong. Yes, it is at Football Coach 79. All right, so follow uh, Coach Wider for updates for uh, – Roman Catholic at Wilson, one of the best games in the county. Check him out Friday night. Thanks. For, appreciate you coming on, Coach, on the short notice, man. Yep, no problem. Have a good one. Nice yeah, to be here. Thanks a lot, Coach. Check out his podcast Sunday night. He's got a special guest coming on. It's called College College Football Index. Change there the you name. go. Check it out. <laughs> All right. Sunday, check out his special guest. You'll love it. Hey, hey, we are. <laughs> He's trolling. I was waiting for him to troll. I knew, I knew it was coming at some point. That's funny. So, as you know, Patrick is a huge Ohio State homer. He's an Ohio State alum. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, he, he loves he loves his college football. But he loves his high school football. As you can see, he has a wealth of knowledge on, you know, not just the, lead, the, the game, but, you know, unfortunate situations like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I appreciated the perspective. That's for sure. And it was uh, a- yeah, so so he's a teacher at York. Yeah, so Patrick he just started teaching there this fall. He was a uh, teaching for the last I want to say five years uh, at McCaskey Special Education, and he just came on with uh, Brandon uh, Coach Way, who's been teaching at York for several years. Um, but he's been around the district. He knows the game and he knows the league too. Uh, he's coached oh, yeah. everywhere from McCaskey, um, Central York. York. He was the head coach at Kennerdale. Um, Lancaster Catholic was his most recent stop, and he's you know taking a break from coaching and has a wealth of knowledge of the game. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't finish this up. Did you take Hempfield or Dallas Town? I took Hempfield. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I did too. I'm, uh, I, I'm I'm excited to see that one now because I um I don't know I don't know much about Dallas Town, and I um uh, I I. Kind of rooting for Coach Egger. I just know um, from past experience he's he's good. So, did you just log out of here? No, you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. No, no, no. You're good. I'm. I'm just. I hit a button by accident. Oh, <laughs> Hang on a second. You're good. I'm like oh, went to a different screen here. But yeah, I think um, I think Hempfield will pull it out. Yeah, I do too. I picked Hempfield. I think. That's one of, one of those things where if Kenny Johnson, who can run by anybody, um, he, if he pulls away a couple touchdowns early, Coach Egger's squad could be in trouble. But all intent purposes, Coach Egger will have Hemfield competing for the section title this year. I'll go on record and say that. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, know, I think they're a sleeper to win the section. Yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not just saying that because he was one of our favorite guests last year and he's you know, one of the nicest guys in the world. So that always helps uh, my rooting interest. But I think Hempfield's going to have a nice team. They had a kid in David Pale Pale, a soft or a junior defensive lineman who already has offers from Hemp, Hempfield, from Louisville, Temple. Expect uh, he's class of 24. 
this big time DN for Hemfield. He's a freaking nature. Okay. See him play. Watch out for his name. Uh, Grant Hoover's coming back. He's a stud running back. Uh, Jackson Landis is going to take over the helm for Cam Harbaugh, quarterback. He's an excellent. He's you know, all intents and purposes, he's going to have a nice year. So that'll be a fun one too. We'll have Colin Richardson covering that game for us. Let's run down all the rest of the games we're covering. So we took, we both took Penn Manor. Mm-hmm. You know, you're Catholic at Lancaster Catholic. Who you got? Now I, it's another one. I um, I didn't realize how highly your Catholic is ranked. Um, but but yeah, I I was uh, you picked Catholic on the sheet. Don't try and cheat it. I already sent I, in the submissions. I picked, I picked Lancaster Catholic, <laughs> and I hate to do it. Well, uh, you'll get a you'll get a gentleman's clap if uh, Coach Way does come on and once he hears. I was going to say I only picked them because of Coach Way. <laughs> you but nobody else knows. <laughs> couple I of the other writers. So much respect for him. That's that's yeah. why I did it. So a couple of the other writers picked them too. So background on this game: uh, a year ago, your Catholic wins this. You know, your Catholic was one of the best teams in the state for two A. Um, they, they nearly won the whole thing last year. Um, now this year, Lancaster Catholic has a lot of kids coming back. They got a quarterback in Will Cranford, who, you know, they're all, you've talked to the Catholic staff. They're really excited about. Um, they got some other players, including Brandon Way Jr., who's going to uh, start at corner for them. Uh, hopefully, Brandon's not listening. He'll give out this info uh, on this. <laughs> yeah, camp. right. But uh, they got a few other p- nice pieces coming this year, and they're moving into Section Five. They should be one of the favorites. Now I'm, I I picked your Catholic because your Catholic is a powerhouse for that league, yeah. um, and they have a couple of guys coming back. Not their, I mean, they lost a lot from their district title team last year, but they still have Levon McFadden, who's a nice running, kind of a running quarterback for them. He plays a little defense too. They got a safety and Quinn or a receiver and Quinn Brennan, who's a nice player. Um, so I'm going your Catholic. You got Lancaster Catholic. You'll see our whole list of different picks. Yes, I can't wait to root passionately against you. No, I know, I know. And like I said, you all are playing for second place. Um, <laughs> we will, we will have a uh, new writer Scott Geibel on on the call call for that game. He'll be covering that for seven one seven. He's a student at Millersville, and it will be his first action. Um, but he's already in contact uh, for covering that game. So that's another game we got covered. We're all, over. We're, all, we're all over the map. We are spreading spreading like a wildfire. Um, <laughs> last game on the docket um, is, again, there's between Friday and Saturday, there's over 30 games. We picked 25 of them because I didn't even talk about uh, – I even put that on the schedule when I sent it to you, the other games on Saturday, which Donegal to E-Town, I'm covering that one. That'll be a fun one. Uh, but we have uh, Eastern York at – Columbia, the Bud Kyle Bowl, Aaron. Coach yeah, Kyle. Yeah, he, he, he was the coach at uh, Columbia. Yeah, I he all that. And he, is a, he did great things at Columbia. He built them up from the ground up. And, you know, he took that Robert Footman and Javon Colazzo uh, led squad all the way to a district playoff in their first section title last year. And basically a month later said, peace, I'm out of here. No, I'm just kidding. He's from York. Yeah. Yeah. He's, and, and Coach Kyle's great. He's interviewed with our site. We have and an interview. One of his assistants at Columbia took over. Am I Bra- right? Yes. Very good. Brady Mathias, who was on our podcast too, young, young bull, 25 years old, is wow. taking over as the head job. Yeah, he's a Hempfield grad. He he, he came um, from those Hempfield staffs. He had joined Columbia a couple years ago, like right um yeah, but he uh good he came him. on the podcast. He he's motivated, he's fired up. It's a smart, it's a really good hire to keep a guy like who's in the building already which Coach Matthias is. Um, he's a teacher in the building, um, and he's been on staff. So he talked to people around Columbia. Yeah, they're upset that Coach Kyle left, but they understood it. He's from York. That's where his family is. Um, sure. but they're, they're, they, they couldn't – they, they hit a home run with this hire, Coach Matthias. Yeah, and, and if you hire somebody that young, they're, they're, they have to be pretty good. Um, yeah, it, I know personally – just to how much I've watched uh, Footman and how much you covered him, them losing him has got to be killer. And I know they lost some other guys, but yeah, Colazzo. I, I personally, I, I went with Columbia because I would love to see that happen. And uh, 
it would just be kind of a cool, cool thing to happen if they were to go in and beat. Yeah, the, the Bud yeah. Kyle Bowl, and we, um, our writer, uh, Stefan McClowski, he's another Millersville student. He's done it. If you follow the website, he's done a couple of uh, preview articles of players to watch around the league. Um, he's going to be covering that game, calling the Bud Kyle Bowl. He has an interview with Coach Kyle that we're going to have on the website this week too. Um, but I believe that I picked Eastern New York. I know Eastern York's been struggling. Um, Coach Kyle's coming back there. They have a big – I got their roster today. They have close to 50 kids, which is big for a school like that. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll lean them because I don't know. Like you said, I don't know what's that quarterback for Columbia. I do know they have some skill position guys back. Um, yeah. They got a couple of linemen, this tough linebacker and Steven Rivas back. But without Footman, he was the engine that made it go. Yeah, no, it seemed like that. And from what film I watched, it sounded like – you know, the offense went through him and obviously being the quarterback, but um yeah, yeah. no, I'm I'm excited about that one. Um did you say somebody's covering that game? Yeah, yeah. So Steven McCloskey will be covering that game. So this Friday between Friday and Saturday, and the other one, um, so Jeremiah Miller, who we're excited about, he he's a, the president of the alumni McCaskey alumni board of McCaskey. He's going to cover their games. He's going to be our McCaskey beat writer. He's going out to John Bartram High School to cover their games. So we have him. Okay. We have you covering Central, Westchester. Uh, Coach Wider has uh, Roman Catholic and Wilson. I will be at Willow Street for Slankwood LS. Steven will be at the Bud Kyle Bowl. Scott Geibel will be at the York Catholic, Lancaster Catholic. Hopefully not pissing off our fearless leader, Mr. Way, too much. But, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> that's all. All good. And then Colin, who's a student at Hempfield, he'll be at Dallas Town for Hempfield Dallas Town, which I could see being a shootout. He, yeah. I told him today he might have the best game. He you know, he loves Hempfield too. So he's all about it. He's doing a great job. And then Matthew Ober is at Penn Manor at Conestoga Valley. So this time last year, Aaron, we had me and Coach Wider covering games. That's it. Yeah. Now we're up to eight writers and we're gonna, we're gonna get get more. You got, I mean, it, it's a great thing to be a part of. And I, you got a lot of young guys that are enthusiastic that, um, you know, are in the area and know the area. And it's, it's cool. I, I've always said that the, the 717 needs more coverage. Yeah. And that's, and, been, uh, you're right. I was, I, and now that the, the world is changing, everything's online, you know, everything's on social media and through different outlets, you need more. And uh, it's great football. And going to a college um, out in Williamsport like I did, half the guys I played with didn't even know what the LL League was. Yeah, no, it's, just, more, it's more a shame. And it's a shame. We talked about it last week, too, because, I mean, LL, especially with the Burks merger, but it's, regardless of the merger, has been good football for quite some time. And they've sent kids everywhere, not just the, you know, the PSAC schools, which are good football, but not just Penn State. I'm talking, like, you know, Chad Henney ends up at Michigan. James Bryant ends up at Miami. Um, who else? There's so many other names. Danny Melendez ends up at Maryland. I mean, just last year, Ryan Brubaker out of freaking Cocalico High School ends up at uh, um, South Carolina. So there's we send the kids li- everywhere. The lineman from LS who still plays uh, for the well, Texans. Uh, yeah. Well, they have a I, kicker. He was on my all-star team. He, he's a monster. I, I mean, Matthew Wright is the kicker. He was kicking for the Jaguars last year. He's an LS grad. But, you know, just last year, Nick Del Grande had a full ride to Coastal Carolina. They, they're, we're hearing good things about him. I mean, Nick Singleton, we're expecting him to play next Thursday. We know it. We've talked about him at nauseum. So it's a, yeah. it's a very talented league. I'm excited for the merger. I don't want to hear about anybody – about traveling because I got further traveling all of them so they all can <laughs> <laughs> get they can get used to it um, but we're excited for it catch us up uh, follow us on Twitter um, feel free to if you if you're at a game you want to tag us with any scores we'll be happy to give you credit any photos or any breaking news and it doesn't just have to be about football while football you know we love football we love other sports too here at 717. So check us out and give us a follow on Twitter, 717 Sports. Um, we'll be back next week with uh, another special guest. Um, until then, Aaron, let's uh, enjoy the Phillies and let's have a good time. Absolutely. Let's. Uh, you'll be seeing a lot of these shirts out and about this week.
Yes, Week sir. One, baby. <laughs> Week Let's zero. Go. Week zero. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks again, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.